Hello everyone out there on the World Wide Website. We're Hack the Dino. I'm Ben. That man there. This guy. You can't hear me on the pug. See me on the pug. You couldn't hear me on the pug. That's Dan. Is that the pog? Yeah, probably. I also said hear and see. So, you know, if we're going to call semantics. Do you remember pogs? I do. They were great. They were. You gave me a whole bunch of Dragon Ball Z ones. No, they, that, were awesome. they were Tarzos. Oh, sorry. There's a difference? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I think there I... is because I don't remember Pogs. I remember Tarzos. That's Brayden. And we're Hack the Dino, your fortnightly nonsense variety show. This is episode 66. And we've got a lot to talk about on this episode. 66. There is uh, a new Harry Potter Go game coming out. Oh. Is streaming the future of console gaming. Oh. And how we would fix F- F3. <laughs> That sticky F3 button on our computer. I want to know how to fix it. E3, the Electronic Expo Exhibition. E- oh, my God. Great start, guys. Uh, you can watch us over on YouTube where we have lots of other uh, different videos. You can hear mm-hmm. us on SoundCloud and on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and very, very soon, we will be streaming live up on Twitch once the internet corrects itself here at the studio. Just look up Hack the Dino on any of those things and you can find our smiling faces unless mm. you're listening to the podcast. Or you can just check the comments down below for all the links. If we put them in. They're always there. We're also brought to you by Greenlight Comics and King Kaiju Collectibles, but we'll be talking about them a little bit later on. A little bit later. A little bit later on, Dan. So, Dan, what have you been uh, playing with those hands? I'm, I'm always drinking when you ask me that. Eh? <laughs> Every week, <laughs> having a sip. Um, I've been playing on the Switch. I got Toe Jam and L um, back in the groove. Right. So, for those who don't know what that is, it is a remake of the original um, Toe Jam and L, which was originally, I played it on the Mega Drive. I'm not sure if it was on anything else, actually. So, this is the uh, the old game that we're seeing now? No, this is the new game. Brayden, I've got uh, switch over to the old game, if you, you can. You got it. I'm going to cut back to there, just in case. Yeah, that's fine. Wow. It, uh, well, I can hear you. Yeah. There it is. Oh, <laughs> it's a map. So, this is the original Mega Drive one. So... They've remade it. I think it may be like a Kickstarter one or something like that. I didn't look into it heavily. I just got it on the Switch. Uh, you can get it on the download store. It's only like 20, 21 bucks or something like that. Only. Australian? Only. Um, so, yeah, go back to the real one, Brayden. So, this right. is just give you guys an idea of what it was and then what it has become. Um, well, you don't need to worry because it looks like it always was trash and uh, has continued up that fine tradition. Clearly, Ben doesn't like it. Um, so <laughs> hey, Dan... What is this game? So, yeah. So, that is one of my points that I had with this game. It is a great um, uh, redo of the game. It is just a, a, a straight redo. Made you know, by a clear flat earther. Yeah. It's made by... Um, I there think, he is. That's the flat earther there. I think he's a rapper. With the club. I think he's a rapper that yeah. did the original, and he came back to do this one. So, all the music's got beats in it. The music in it, number one, is awesome. Right. right. Like the, uh, new, the really? new remake. Yeah, yeah. It's heaps I good. heard the music before, and it sounded like an 80s porno. Yeah, it's kind of what it is. It's wicked. <laughs> um, uh, so you got the graphics cha- upgrade, obviously. Hasn't, not much has changed, kind of. Like, it's just the same style of game. They haven't, you know, with this, this Earth. Um, this is Earth, apparently. Yeah, Flat Earth. So what you do in the game. It's um, the truth. For those who don't know, your, your, your ship has crashed. Yep. And you're um, trying to find all the bits of your ship. It's oh, so- that's the ship there. Oh no, sorry, it just looks like ship. Continue. Uh, um, so there's a it's fully influenced by stuff like Bill and Ted. Oh, they're like a little elf up there. Uh, influenced by Bill and Ted. So you've got an elevator, like a cosmic elevator that you go up between the levels, each level. And if you fall off the edge, you actually fall down to the level before. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Change views. Yeah, wow. Let's get a closer look at that He's single sneaking. dimension. I suppose it's not as good as a you know this is on Nintendo, Ben. Yeah, it wasn't made by Nintendo though, so Yeah, it's made by a real company. Um <laughs> Yeah, okay. So anyway, anyway. So okay th- some of the things that I don't like Just um, keep going for that low hanging fruit. Yeah. Like Nintendo. <laughs> um so the thing that I don't like in the here's the you can see here the uh what is this thing called? The uh elevator. elevator. The load screen in this is nowhere near as good as the old load screen. See here it glitches and ah. Jeez. Oh, ah, turn it off. That hurt my eyes. Yeah. Um, so it's not as good. The old loads. Look at that guy playing the game. Um, they have upgraded all the baddies and stuff. So a lot of these guys on the... That guy was in the original one. And um, 
but that guy obviously on the phone wasn't in the original one. They've used a lot of the same sounds, uh, you know, the sound, what are they called? Uh, bite? Sound effects. Sound effects from the original one, which was what um, I think what people liked about Toe Jam and L the first time around because it was very, uh, it had a lot of speaking in it and, and stuff like that. And back then there wasn't much talking in games. It was and like stuff. this. Yeah, we just had these really crisp sound bites of like money or boogie woogie 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 and stuff like that. Um, but the the problem I find with this game, which is what Braden brought up before, is that everything people are not who haven't played the original game are not going to care about this this game. Uh, it has a lot of it's relying heavily on nostalgic dudes like me to buy it, which I did, and I really enjoyed it. Like I actually found it really really fun. Um, it's not. Uh, you have a there's like an easy level which makes it you can finish it quite easily, and you have like wow. and then, but then you have the normal Genius. one as well. I know. Um, so yeah, for someone like Ben who hasn't played it and can't appreciate anything that he hasn't grown up with, it is <laughs> not for them. Oh no no no! I just want to bring up the fact that uh, I'm constantly uh, being lambasted by you about uh, enjoying kitty like games, and then we've got here uh, isn't kitty coloring so, within the lines. This is all the game. That is a good. That is a good analogy. Um, yeah, I suppose. But this is like more of a nostalgia one for me. Coming back, and um, they've they've tried to bring Tote Jaminel back before, and it hasn't worked. Like, and but this is a good. A, a Better good luck version. next time. Yeah, uh, it got like it's got solid nineties and eighties all through like all the gaming websites and stuff like that. So that's all right with me. But yeah. Just wanted to show you that one. I've been playing that. I probably won't play it next week. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, and that's all I've been playing this week. Apart from it's been smashing Metro, but I'm not going to talk about that again. Yeah, but, um, that was a but Metro game, has gotten great. Yeah, it's changed up. I'm in a desert now, so it started in snow, and now I'm in a desert. But Lots I'm not going to ice cream everywhere. A couple of cherries. No, um, but anyhow, but let's go on. That's all I've been doing. Okay. Um, well, I uh, mentioned that Season 8 of Fortnite started and I got the free battle pass, so I was going to make it my goal this season to try and win a Victory Royale in Fortnite. And I'm pleased to report that hasn't happened. I still suck at this game. <laughs> What's a Victory Royale? Is that just winning the, when the, you win, the, the when game? When you win the match. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, I've still come second and get obliterated. Uh, I've got old man reflexes. I can't build. I, I don't like my chances. So this, clearly isn't, this clearly isn't you playing here. <laughs> 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 this person's going great. Um However, what gives me hope is that there's rumours of a ranked mode. That means that's the... Oh, so bad dudes will play bad dudes. Yeah, and oh, that, that's my ballpark. So it's not ranked. No, no, right. this is everyone. This is free-for-all. Ooh, um, that's although heavy, man. I did have a, a situation the other day where I was with a sniper rifle and I was hiding and I was just picking people off and got three in a row. And I was sort of like uh, into this crack of a rock uh, near the <laughs> lake. And, that's uh, a good spot. Well, it was like no one could see me, and this guy comes running past me, stands in front of me, and builds a like fort right in front of me without knowing I was standing directly behind him. Nice. And I thought, what do I do? So I just got my sniper rifle, went really close in the middle of his head, and just blew him away. It was great. They're those golden moments in the online gaming. I remember like a Halo Three when you just spawned behind a dude, yep. he's just standing right there, and he's yep. like, Pow, bang. You got and get a get a kill. Yeah. Anyway, season eight of Fortnite's uh, really cool. I really enjoy it, even though I'm really bad at it. Can you fire yourself out of cannon? You can. Is that uh, is that purely for? Cannon. I've never seen that before. Is that season eight stuff? Yep, yep. The pirate ships all season eight. Uh, I've also been playing. Uh, I discovered I've got a lot of um, uh, platinum coins or reward coins for the club Nintendo. Uh, and uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to have a look how much I've got. I had like 600 or something, and they expire at the end of the month. So I thought, well, I'm going to use these free coins on something. But you can't actually redeem anything good like you could with the old Club Nintendo system. Um, so they had a discount on some old Game Boy games, and I remember playing this game, which you can see right now, uh, Super Mario Land 2, the six golden coins. So this was the, uh, the very first game to have Wario in it. He was the baddie. Uh, and I actually forgot how awesome this game is. Yeah. I remember graphically for the Game Boy. This is a Game Boy game. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never heard of this game. And I'm uh, like, this is a pure Mario game. This yeah, is it is. It, it's almost like it came out after Mario three? Uh, World. Yeah, Mario three and Mario World. Yeah, because you can see Mario's style is that like after it's, the vibe. It, oh, it's, it's got the, the overworld map. as well, uh, and then the subworlds as well. But it's almost like a mashup of Mario three and Mario World. It's a really Cool, fun game. I forgot how awesome it was. Um, What's he doing? He's he's he's, he's going back. He's and game boying. Um, 
He, uh, it's just a really cool, fun game. The only thing is, uh, they've slightly changed the jump physics. So, like, if you're holding B and dashing and jump, you float a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, it's a little bit floaty controls, but once you get the hang of that, it's... it's. I didn't... They've changed it in this version? Yeah, or... yeah, just this game. For this oh, just game. this game. Just this but game. But the original game had that float physics? No. Oh. Just for this game, they've changed the float physics. Wait, just for the Switch or no, no, just no. Sorry, no, that's what sorry. I mean. Yeah, I misunderstood. Yep. The overall, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, cool. Um, so he's not. So it's, up more, so it's a little bit more like the princess in kind of, but not as much. No, yeah, that was. They, is they've sort of Such grabbed all the really cool parts of Mario Two, Mario Three, and Mario World and put them all in this game, and it's freaking awesome. So if you have like, uh, I think it's sixty platinum points, which everyone should really have, um, you can get forty percent off of it. So it's like four dollars. On nice. the uh, DS, I still like I, when I was researching this. I found that hack of the color version of it, and I was just like, "Man, it's like, a cool game! I really enjoy bring it. that color version out because it looked great." I'm even thinking of just going back and getting all the uh, old Game Boy games and putting them on my DS before that system dies entirely. Smart, but yeah, really, really worth your time. You should go and have a look into it. Uh, should we move on to the news because we've got a fair bit to get through this episode, nah. as per usual. <laughs> as per usual, let's just leave it and go home. Sounds good. Uh, okay, so coming up first, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield news. Uh, there's been some rumors lately that the evolution uh, or the next step of evolution we will see in these new games are almond, almond, <laughs> almond Pokemon. They're all made of nuts. Almond. And, uh, give yourself allergies. You can see there the big almond Charizard. <laughs> um, this is obviously an artist's conception. <laughs> yeah. Look at that fire. On this. Oh, you can't see it on the out, out screen. Oh, wait, there you go. Uh, Armored Charizard. So rumors are that Meltan, the uh, the metal mythical Pokemon, which was introduced in Pokemon Go, will play a part in the next main series game and will have an evolution step so your Pokemon or selected Pokemon can have armor in them. And I'm assuming gives you boosted stats just like the uh, Megastone did. Um, what I'm really, really happy about is that they've registered Armored Mewtwo. And we can see some footage here from the very first Pokemon movie, which, incidentally, they're completely remaking in CG, and yeah. it looks really freaky. Um, <laughs> we never got this version of Mewtwo in any of the games for the past 25 years. We never got Armored Mewtwo, and that's one that I've always wanted because he looks badass. That's him without the uh, armor. That's his Mewtwo. That's just Mewtwo, but with the armor, man, he looks awesome. So I'm very, very there excited. He is. There, look he at looks badass. Like, he looks like a, like some a sort mech. Of Gundam thing. Yeah, 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 look at him. This is pretty um, badass. It looks bit. great. As, so as a, look at this. A, he goes all Akira. Look at that. That's a, such an Akira thing. That glowy yeah. Audi ball, and then look at that power. As a little kid, that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, he's awesome. Anyway, Armin Mewtwo. We, we're hopefully going to be getting him. So I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, something else to be uh, not so much excited, but uh, curious about is that Jim Masters. I tweet went out from Nintendo uh, earlier in the week. It was Nintendo of America. And in this tweet, which I think we have around here somewhere, Braden. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, it said something along the line. Oh, here it is right now. Uh, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, gyms in the Galar region are now bigger than ever. Yay! What, what, finally. <laughs> what types of gym masters? Now, that's a proper noun. That's a name. Are waiting for you to challenge. Usually, we have gym leaders. In all the games. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that, so they've that... changed it to Gym Masters, which Or this guy just wrote it wrong. Well, no, it's an official Nintendo of America. Yeah, but, didn't they get, but didn't they get rid of it? Yeah, straight away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, They probably went, dude, you just wrote so many wrong things. <laughs> just get rid of it. Uh, but now, yeah, 4chan's up in arms about it. Uh, but it's, <laughs> oh, it's no. Many... <laughs> no. We love you, 4chan. Don't DOS attack us. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. Uh, we'll tag them. So, yeah, it's uh, hinting at maybe they're changing up the gym system again, which is good. Uh, I really enjoyed the Alolan uh, gym trials, and hopefully they're getting rid of the puzzle element here, and instead you, like, run a gauntlet and have to go through a couple of trainers or something. Look, how, really cool. look how badass that trainer is just, just there, like, just there, like, he's walking into the stadium. He's got his favorite tune playing. You know how they have the walk-in songs? Yep. What's it called in wrestling? Uh, entrance theme. Entrance, entrance theme. Music. What do you reckon his entrance theme is? Uh, is it Lincoln Park? <laughs> Life oh, becomes so numb. Yeah, it's that clearly. <laughs> it's 
It's not. I wanna be the very best. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. It could be a bleach opening. They have good music. <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> yes, that. All right, uh, Florence. Florence, a sensational mobile game that came out last year, has been nominated for a couple of BAFTAs. <laughs> With a bing. With a bing. With a, no one would have heard that. <laughs> um, you can see footage here. Uh, this is just type of the uh, ingenuity that the the Mountains Game Development Company uh, came up with, and it's got the. It's been heralded by many many people. Dan, you've played this. I played it to the end. Uh, as did I. It takes about twenty minutes. Um, twenty eight. <laughs> speed run. Uh, it's more of a motion comic, really, an interactive motion comic rather than a game. But yeah, either yeah. way. It's really touching, really beautiful. Braden, what do you think of it? I absolutely goddamn loved it, and so did all of my family who I forced to play it. Yeah, I made my daughter play it. Yeah. She thought it was stupid. Aww. Because she doesn't understand love. (laughs) Oh, ouch. Ouch. I showed it to my grandparents, and they absolutely adored it. It is cute. She is a very cute-looking character. Look at that. Look. Oh, yeah, I said something. Anyway, good luck to the whole Mountains team. Hopefully they can bring home a BAFTA. Uh, Ken Wong, who was the, uh, well, it's his company who made it. He's the owner of Mountains, uh, was the lead art designer for Monument Valley, mm. uh, which is a fantastic game as well. So hopefully they can find much, much success. And next time Ken is in Adelaide, I've been told we can get him on. Oh, nice. So that'd be awesome. I like that you're just playing with a Vegeta doll. Yeah, well, like, there's, to- there's like, toys you know, around. I'm just... <laughs> just playing with it, you know. We were talking about at the start of the show how I have more fun setting up this set. We were talking doing about the that there's, there, there's so many toys in our show now. Go to the full screen, Braden. Look how many toys. Are they getting higher every week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it soon going to be like, like the, at the end of the show, it's going to be like this for a while. We're going to be like, oh, hi, guys. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's rad. People love it. For those on the podcast, I was doing a joke. <laughs> Visual gags. Visual that gags. happens once in a while. Uh, a render oh. of the Google controller patent for their rumoured streaming system called Project Steam has been released. Now, we can see on the screen here, this is the patent that they released. And, Braden, can you bring up the render that someone made? No, you didn't give me that. Didn't no, I? You gave me this picture I, twice. I cannot, I, I'm Ben, I cannot bring that up, even if I tried. Okay, so someone rendered this uh, into oh, a uh, visual you can see it on the, the Hack the Dino page. Um, so this one here, yep. this controller looks very much like the Ouya controller. Do you remember that? Actually, yeah. I've got one right here. Wait up. It yeah. also looks really uncomfortable. I mean, if you look at where those... Flat. uh flat. Look at the thumbsticks. Like, you have to reach over that thumbstick in order to get the... Uh, the, the controller, the buttons. Yeah. I, I said I had one, but I don't. But yeah, it's got that flat top to it. And then like it just looks very much like the Ouya controller. Um, if, for those who don't know what the Ouya was, it's a... Failed device. It's an, it's an Android console that was like this big. That was purchased by um, my, uh, Facebook. Oh, what I said it? MySpace. <laughs> it's purchased by, Geos, my, by my GeoCities. <laughs> uh, so, uh, There's a GeoCities joke in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Stop really? talking about the movie I haven't seen. So, uh, yeah, there was a render that came out. People thought it was real. It wasn't. It was fake. However, uh, the GDC, which starts next Tuesday, so in four days' time, uh, as we record this, there is heavily rumoured that the uh, Project Steam will be revealed by Google and it will just be a streaming box like Netflix for games. Uh, Braden, do you want to bring up the picture very quickly of uh, Dan's streaming Netflix-like uh, yes, um, picture? <laughs> Um, so this is our streaming set. I didn't. So I didn't understand what this article was about. I thought it was about is gaming going to be all about streaming, like online Twitch streaming. So I got a picture of a stream, li- uh, stream studio, and Ben's like, "That's not what it's about. <laughs> That's not what we're talking." about. I still about. don't understand what the article is about. What we're talking about. You know about. Netflix. Yeah. How you have a, uh, a a device that plugs into your TV and your internet, and you go into there, and up comes all these things which you can choose to watch. Oh, okay, you mean like that. Take out those movies and put games there instead. That's what I mean by streaming games. Okay, yeah, so I got it wrong. Bring the picture back up, Braden. (laughs) The good setup. (laughs) It's a good setup. I'll give him that. Uh, And announced just before... uh, (laughs) I still can't get over this. Google is making the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons compatible with Google Chrome. 
Oh, I didn't actually get a picture for that, but yeah. Well, no, it's like literally an hour or so ago before we started recording. Yeah, right. Uh, so, which makes me, what is going on? You're going to be able to play that um that Dino game that pops up when you search at the Dino. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it seems these days that lots of gaming companies are just mer- mushing, emerging together, yeah. working together. It's awesome. Weird, because wasn't that we talked about last show that you can get Xbox Live on a Switch? That's heavily rumored. Yeah, that's weird. Mm. And now Google Chrome, Xbox Switch can't handle some of those games. Well, it's going to be streaming, so you'll be playing on the cloud. So all all the Switch needs to do is connect to the cloud. Which brings me to my next topic. Um, Xbox are bringing out the Xbox One S digital only console, rumored to be out in May which is a smaller Xbox One S console, uh, no disk drive, it's diskless, it's a diskless Xbox. Diskless. It's, there's no disk. It is without disk. It is a big old diskless boy. Oh, we've got uh, the render of the Google Play. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, that is awful. That thing looks But like... it's also fake. So anyway, back to <laughs> something that isn't fake. Yeah, that's true. Coming out, really. <laughs> um, coming just... out in May is this diskless. So... It makes me wonder, while you may be uh, in America or someplace that has awesome internet, here in Australia, we have rubbish internet, don't we, Dan? Oh, man. We can't even stream our shows. That's why we're not live now. Yeah. Uh, So if the whole industry moves towards the streaming side of things, if it all becomes like a a mass Netflix-type deal, uh, does that mean we're in trouble? Does that mean people in countries without really awesome internet, what do we do? What are they going to do? We're all going to be discless. I already am. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> yes, we will be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to work out. You where don't we understand. Are. I'm, trying, this I'm whole trying to work out where we are in the news. I've discussion topic, do you? Oh wait up! We're, we're talking about streaming consoles, Dan. Anyway, it's a bad idea. Don't do it. Keep yeah. bringing us physical copies. I have no good internet, so please no. Well, I mean, I've got. What was that um P- that PlayStation Portable one that was only on online and it just bombed? What was that one called? And it flipped up in the front like what, oh. the one before Vita. Yeah, what was that oh, one? Um, uh, um, yep, uh, Go. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who talks about them? And that was like that was Sony having a big you know go at the. At the oh great! Um, <laughs> why are you trolling us, Braden? I'm sorry. The, the MBN. The MBN isn't even that good either. No. No, this is how rubbish, like, uh, no, we're not we're, getting into we're, that. We're, we're moving on. Yes, I'm That's sorry. We're too political. Octopath Traveler have announced a prequel for Apple internet operating system. Tim Apple designed it himself. Uh, <laughs> Good on Tim. Does anyone understand? No. Okay. Anyway, there's going to be another Octopath Traveler. It's a prequel. It looks just as beautiful as always. Uh, only being released in Japan at the moment, but I'm sure it'll come it, out it, here. Do you know what? It just looks like oh, it was on a phone. Yeah. Yeah, for smartphone. Oh, yep. Um, in it Japan, just, it just looks like Octopath Traveler, yep. which was a beautiful game and an awesome game. And I was playing it at the start, but as it went along and along and along, the grinding, the grinding, the grinding, I just lost interest. Yep. And I reckon I've mentioned that before. Um, look at that snake. Hey, you can see it. Wow. <laughs> They've up. Oh, the there's graphics. eight people there. Cool. This looks rad. You couldn't have eight people before, could you? Uh, well, I think only four of them are actually parts of your party. I think the other ones are ones you can call in. Oh. You got giant. Oh, no, no, they're coming in. All right, uh, Shenmue yeah. 3 got a new gameplay trailer. Now you've played the other Shenmue's. Shenmue? 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 Filet Shenmue? Yeah. Um, I'm not impressed with this game. I wasn't when I first saw uh, the trailer. So the problem with, uh, here's the problem with Shemi. When it came out, it looked amazing. Yep. Like you could walk around, you know, 1970s, 60s Japan. Where was the first one out? Back in PlayStation 2? Well, I, had a, PlayStation I, 2. I had it on Dreamcast. Okay. Which at the time was a bit more powerful than the old PlayStation 2. But um, look at the light in the eyes. That's ridiculous. <laughs> look at that guy. <laughs> the designs uh, are fine. It's like, the, Do you know what though? This game doesn't look any better than the Dreamcast one. Well, that's my point. Like, this is a PlayStation Fourth game. <laughs> that's the end of this current gen, and but this is what they're bringing like, out. I feel they've made a, you know, a decision to make it. We don't want it to pull itself apart too far from the actual one, so we're going to make it look exactly the same, even if the characters 
are like, hmm, hmm, what's going on? There's a fighting scene towards the end, which just looks ridiculous. Oh, if you can find it, we haven't marked it out. But uh, if you haven't had the opportunity yet, yeah, yeah, look at that. Look at look at that. It's like Tekken. No, no, Tekken it, one. It, it looks like dead or alive. It does. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh. It's rough. Oh, oof. No, thank you. Um, the problem with this is like this game is far too long. I'm um, like far too late. Yeah. I would say, what is it? Fifteen years? Something like that. Fifteen years is too long to know the end of a story. And because it was a Kickstarter as well, a very successful Kickstarter for reasons, uh, earned over a million dollars, I think. Uh, it's taking its time to come out and we are very rapidly coming towards the end of this current generation and it may not have any relevance or be able to jump up to a PlayStation 5. So, yeah. Not well, at least. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I mean, I would have liked to have seen it just looking awesome. Like, oh, I want to explore that world, that, that uh, being able to explore it again, you know? Like, mm. but no. Uh, in other PlayStation news, PlayStation Remote... Uh, sorry, PlayStation 4 had a update the other day where you can remote play your PlayStation games on your mobile. Now, in the show notes I left for Dan, I said, Spider-Man on iPhone. So I got this picture <laughs> of Spider-Man on an iPhone. <laughs> As opposed to having gameplay footage of someone playing Spider-Man on their iPhone. I like that picture. <laughs> it's good. I'm I standing like it. by it, eh? Like, That's fine. It's a great it picture. Sense. It does make sense. But maybe next time you actually want to read the news articles that we're <laughs> going to be reporting on. I just did this week, so I was late <laughs> in getting it all together, the footage. Uh, speaking of mobile phones... Harry Potter Wizards Unite has been announced by Niantic, a little game company that made a little game called Pokemon Go. They've been working on this for a couple of years, and now we have a teaser trailer. Basic principle here is that you are a wizard coming to the R world and capturing little wizard relics that are roaming wizard around. Wizard world at risk of exposure. We need your help. Yeah. You're so the, why did was there a golden snitch just floating in a street just then? That, the, the thing did, from. Did, did you listen to what I just said? Parts of the wizarding world are leaking into our world, so you're a wizard and you have to jump in and Oh, okay, so that was a bit that leaked in. This is a weird bit. So this is the overworld map, a little bit different from Pokemon Go, and that's one, <laughs> of, the, that's one of the creatures. What is that? He's a monkey boy. Is that just a photo, like as in like it's overlaid, like, like Pokemon Go? And it's a proof of concept. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's got his little lock there, and, and, and slightly different to... I don't know why that spider's wearing a roller skate. Because that's how Ron gets over the fear of the spider by making it have roller skates when it comes out that cupboard. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, that's, that was uh, the best one. Look at Ron's eyes there. What drugs is he on? He's not looking at the spider. <laughs> there must be something more exciting than a roller skating spider <laughs> He's looking the at us. He can see through the veil. Quick, kill it with fire. How good is it that there's... Oh, what's this? Oh, it's oh, our right. next news item. Thanks, Braden. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, well... Anyway, I like the rubbish. idea back in that thing that there was just a cupboard in the middle of a park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no one paid any attention. Uh, you got a little teaser just before, but Hollow Knight have announced a physical edition of their game. Nice, good one, guys. We can see on the screen now the uh, deluxe edition, which is sixty nine dollars US. You get the game, you get an art book, you get a map. That uh, map you can is see dope. it. The whole thing's amazing. I uh, went know, to pre order. You know, what? you really need that map, eh? That yeah. Game, oh, like... really? Yeah. You really need it. Um, I went to pre-order it, uh, $69 US, so it works out to about $80 Australian. Uh, but then the real kicker is postage from Toronto is about $50 US. Jeez. And this is the price of the game. We're, we're currently recording in Adelaide, South Australia. Team Cherry is based in Adelaide, South Australia. So We've ask, had them on the show before. Ask them for one. Well, I'm going to ask, is there an easier way, way is to that a purchase brooch? one? Yeah, it's a brooch. Yes. That's I cool. I love brooches. No enough people wear brooches these days. Because it's not the 1820s. Nah, man. Brooches are going to come back. It's the new thing. All the hipsters will have, like, coffees and brooches. Speaking of a comeback and the new thing, those things come smashing together as a new Ca uh, Castlevania collection has been found leaked by the Australian Classification Board. Love them. They finally do something right. <laughs> <laughs> but they leaked it. Yeah, well, they uh, raided the game... Uh, they read the game PG or something <laughs> before anyone knew that this was actually a thing. So apparently the first three Castlevanias are coming out uh, soon in Australia. This is just the first one we got up here, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, I, are they going to be rejiggered? No, they'll be straight ports, I'm pretty just sure. Flat out port. Yep. 
Uh, I mean, you can get these the first two on the Super Nintendo Mini Console and then Nintendo Mini Console. You can get every game on everything now. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that, that, that's fun. That's some news. Okay. Siri thought so. Yeah, great. Uh, so that's it for the news. So at the moment, I'd like to uh, discuss with you our Lord and Saviour, King Kaiju Collectibles. King Kaiju Collectibles came from the sky in which he bought us many <laughs> blessed things of the plastic variety. And also of the gaming. Damn. Variety. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word you're looking for. Shadowgate, volleyball, and some other Japanese stuff that I have no idea how to Ugly play. Ugly man, beard man. King Kaiju Collectibles. If you've got money you don't want, he'll take it. And give you plastic. Look at Shredder there. It's just like... Shredder, you get the touch. And Dan. Greenlight Comics, proud sponsor... Of our show, Hack the Dino. Tell us a little about Greenlight Comics, Dan. Well, Greenlight Comics is my comic shop that I own. You can see it here in Adelaide in 18 Stevens Place. It's off Rundle Mall down the side of the Maya Center. We sell comics, graphic novels, a plate of Akira, apparently. A uh-huh. human being strung up on the wall. And other comic books and stuff like that. See you soon. That ad wasn't long enough. <laughs> but it was. You explained it a bit. You're what right. was, yeah, a little bit. What was that see you soon on the end? See you soon. See you soon. See it's you out. soon, comic fans. Excelsior. That's our new motto. Is it? Dinosaur hat. The dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur hat. <laughs> hack see, the you, dinosaur. see you soon, guys. Oh. Anyhow, oh, let's, let's, can, let's um, we digress. Let's keep going. Oh, What's happening? I think we're dying, not digressing. Uh, topic of the show time. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, Dan, but EA have pulled out of E3. Yeah, right. So, realistically speaking, the, the big three of uh, pretty much every three E3 show, uh, your Sony, mm. your EA, and mm. your Xbox. Mm. Sony's already announced that uh, they're not going to be there. Um, EA has now announced they're not going to be there as well. Leaves Xbox. Xbox, uh, Phil Spencer has gone on record saying that uh, they had two choices, whether just to go in softly and, and uh, you know capture the audience or go in 1,000% hard and try and just encapsulate the uh, market dominance they have for E3. So that's what they're doing. They're going in hard. But it makes me wonder, why are Sony and EA pulling out? Are you snickering at pulling out? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've got EA and Sony who, let's face it, we're at the end of a generation. Yeah. Very, very soon, the next gen is going to come out. Yeah, and uh, they've probably got nothing good to show as well. Well, I mean, I still think Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, all those types of games are destined for next gen. They're destined for the PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. Um, so, I mean, the Sony conference last year was rubbish. <laughs> it was confusing. It was long. They didn't have enough stuff to fill in that hour. It's true. Uh, and, you know, rather than spend $200,000 on a booth to set up, uh, maybe they just took the loss for the year and decided it isn't for them. This may have allowed EA to actually do the same and not look as bad. Yeah. Um, maybe save some money. They haven't had a whole heap of stellar hits lately. Anthem's come out very poorly. Um, they, they've they had a hit with, uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, not Anthrax. <laughs> what's Apex. it called? Apex. Apex Legends. Anthra- <laughs> Anthrax Legends. Send it to all their, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they haven't had a, a huge hit apart from that one. Uh, Battlefield's yet, to be seen. So again, maybe they don't have a lot. They, they're tied up with, they can't announce any Star Wars titles because that is obviously going to happen at the Star Wars conference, which comes uh, in a few yeah, months. Celebration. Time. Star Wars Celebration. Yep. They did confirm they were going to actually reveal what Jedi Fallen Order is. No, no, they confirmed, they revealed the reveal day. That's it. They revealed the reveal day. It'll be at it's, Celebration. Ooh, getting at stupid. Uh, Lego. So again, did EA just not have enough to fill in a whole hour conference. Now, was there a uh, conference last year with the eSports? And I had, it was like just cringeworthy that there's two commentators. Um, yes, with... yep. Again. The mobile game? Yeah, yeah, not oh, the strongest gosh. showing. So it makes me wonder, is E3 dying or is it these companies are now finding other ways to get their point across? I, I think I think they're all, relieved. They're, yeah, there's different ways that they're, they're approaching it, the companies. And they're like, well, you know what? Like, I, To tell the truth, I don't actually concentrate that much on E3 ever. No. Like, oh, I concentrate more on the gaming awards, whatever, at the end. Yeah. It, more than E3. Because they're entertaining. Yeah. Um, that time Neil Patrick Harris was on it, it was the most embarrassing thing in the world. Oof. Anyhow. Um, yeah, I just think they're, they're going different directions and stuff like that. And so a lot of them are like, oh, and a lot of them are just doing their own things. 
Yeah. Like, why why go to E3 these days and announce something when you can live Twitch live it out to the world, like just via your own, like, you know, Sony can do it via their own. Well, how like, many thing. times have we seen at E3 someone demoing something and the game crashes? Hmm. Like, or that you have one of those embarrassing moments. Whereas Nintendo have just hit the nail on the head going, yep, okay, here you go. Here's a half hour direct. And everything's pre-recorded. It's all cut. It's all yeah. polished. Everything works perfectly. And it builds the fever pitch. And you can release it like that. There's no, like, there's no hype. We talked about hype being the killer. Yeah, games. yeah, hype's the killer. Like, look at Anthem. It was hyped to all buggery, and now uh, people aren't uh, excited about yeah, it because now, it hasn't lived up to it. And then the look hype. at Apex, Apex, Apex Legends that yep. came out with no hype, and it's like, hey, boys. Ding, 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 ding. Because no one has time to get an idea of what it's going to be like, and yep. they don't have time to form an opinion, and they don't have time to hate on it because it's not what they wanted because they didn't even know they needed it. Yeah, the clientele are changing, and I think everything needs to change with it. Um, we've got, obviously, you mentioned the Game Awards, which is great. Uh, all the PAX is now. You've got PAX East, PAX West, PAX South, PAX Pluto, PAX Universe, Galaxy. Black. Oz. PAX, PAX Black. PAX, PAX Australia. PAX Red, PAX Blue, PAX Y, PAX but X. But yeah, PAX is basically... PAX Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> well, PAX is kind of just like what E3 is. Yeah. But like, I mean... Not as gnarly, but like it's, it's more. It's still, it's, it's still this beautiful thing, though. But like, PAX is more focused on interactivity. PAX yeah, that's is like, more focused on the consumers coming and enjoying. It's a convention, and they get you in, they get you out. Yeah. You Whereas E three is a trade show. Yeah. It is still a trade show. It's sticking to that trade show formula. It's not moving with the times. Well, E three started as the trade show that the public wasn't invited to. Exactly. So. It, Kind of, it's not its fault. It's just evolved no, in no, a no. thing where they've just gone like, oh yeah, you can public can come here, and then as it's it's uh, the the people who visit it, not not the people, the uh, the the vendors are the ones that are pushing it and make more people come here. So if the vendors start going away, E3 is just going to go okay. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> E3 just going back to being a trade show. They released um, the people could buy tickets and come on in, but they didn't do anything to accommodate them. So people are all excited about going to E3, rock up, and realise you spend most of the day standing in lines. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're good at making... They're like Disneyland. It's not a convention. They're good at making lines. Um, so, it just you know, just got me thinking, what can they do in order to spice up the image and actually get people excited again? Because let's not forget, E3 folded once before, about 12 years ago. Mm. Uh, and it came back because, well, back then... Um, see, the major newspapers only really pay attention to video games around E3, or at least they did back then. But also back then, we didn't have Twitch. We didn't have YouTube. Yeah, I, that's what I think it is. I yeah. think it's just like companies now have enough reach to advertise and put their own games out. People aren't going to be glued to this one moment when E3 is on. They're just glued to everything at all times now. So you don't need to announce your stuff at E3. You can announce it whenever you want on exactly. your live streaming Things and stuff like that. Things. You can pay. Well, you can pay influencers to stream your game for a day. No, influencers and, hashtag. Yeah, but I mean, we mock it because we're jealous. But <laughs> Ninja got paid a million dollars to stream um, Anthrax Legends. A <laughs> uh, million bucks. That's such a slow blink, eh? Like, uh, but the point being, it worked. They paid each of these influencers to do it. Uh, Ali A, who's a very successful Fortnite and COD streamer. Also got paid. All of his viewers, who he does daily videos, all of his viewers for that day who checked in to see that daily video saw him play that. Mm. And he sits there and he raves about it because it's a sponsored paid thing. Not that he legally is allowed to. He has to say that it's sponsored, but blah, 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 blah. So anyway, we're getting off the track here. What I want to know is we've been given the keys to the kingdom. E3's come to Dan and I and said, hey guys, you've got your fingers on the pulse. You run a successful coffee company and you run a successful comic store. We need to get some advice. <laughs> Fix E3 for us. What would you do? Um, so what would you do? First things first, Dan. Well, th th this is a hard question because I've never been to E3. Nor have I. So I assume it's just a massive, massive PAX, but not see, as good. Oh, see, that's where I think you're wrong. I think E3 is a massive time for people within uh, the games media to meet up, to have conferences, to have do interviews. They have, do they have like um, things for the public where they can go? Well, you can sit, see on screen now. And, no, sit in and watch a panel no. about how to make a video game. No. And stuff like that. Not to my knowledge. So they should do that. Yeah. They should have guest panels, guest, uh, you know, 
have a panel on video game uh, creation for beginners. Have it in a whole, have like, a whole bunch of you know people on a panel and stuff like that. Um, that is, I mean, that's that's the bread and butter of most conventions. PAX does that, all of them stuff like that. You don't think it's guests? Guests as well. The thing is, the video game guests like PAX doesn't have guests, does it? I mean, I mean, they do stuff like, yeah, I mean, they could have big streamers there. I mean, imagine. Well, and you consider imagine, uh, you can meet Ninja. The creators of PAX are get, get your Fortnite are, are guests. Get in your themselves. box of Fortnite signed by Ninja. <laughs> you can't get a box of Fortnite down. Yeah, you can. A million it costs products. a lot of money. No, you can get the, the Fortnite game. Yeah, it costs a lot of money. A lot of money. Do we live in a world in where Tokyo? there is yet a uh, Fortnite pop vinyl of Ninja? Not yet, but I assume it's on its way. They can't. Uh, pop can't afford him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I agree. You need to have more interactivity in order to draw draw people in. Uh, when guys playing basketball would be that activity. <laughs> oh, I missed. Can right you again. can you remember when uh, E3 first announced they were opening the doors and everyone assumed that the tickets would sell out like that, and they didn't. Yeah, that was enough. <laughs> like they had five thousand tickets and only three thousand sold. Uh, they give away two thousand on the day. Oh, I don't know, but the the point being, there isn't enough of a draw unless you're in the games media industry to warrant standing in line for all that time. So I think they really need to do, as you said, they need guests. They they need interactivity. They need maybe wrestling. Yeah, they need wrestling. Uh, I've been cosplay. to lots. Of, I've been to cons where there's wrestling. It's great fun to watch. I've been at cons performing for wrestling. Oh. It's great fun to be in there. I once came second in a Kamehameha contest against a guy dressed as Deadpool. In a wrestling comp? No, in a Kamehameha contest, but I was I was the ring announcer for that particular wrestling event. Anyway. Oh, um, I just saw a Kingsglaive then. Do you think that they need to uh, uh, open the floor to more retailers? Like, Do we, do we need to see those Does E3... airplanes that you throw and they come back to you? <laughs> Does E3 have a shop section? Like, uh, I don't think they do. Again, I, I think it's purely a media-driven uh, conference center. They, ha- they could basically have a... Yeah, Sell like, floor space. Yeah, like all the game stops and all that kind of stuff. And I know, but would you go to it? I mean, obviously you're at a con, so you're going to spend your money. But, I mean, is it is it that type of thing? Do they come just another packs? We've got enough packs. What can they do? To get people in, I do like in this area we're watching here. It's like a whole little city that they've created in this room. Like, yeah, and let's look at the uh, the amount of money they spend there. Yeah, and like, look, there's like seven people in that room. Exactly. So <laughs> each one of those things costs two hundred thousand dollars. If I was PlayStation or if I was EA and I had two hundred thousand dollars to spend marketing on Ghost of Tsushima or two hundred thousand dollars to spend on something maybe only a thousand people would see, I know what I'd go for. These yeah. steps. Yeah. Big steps. Anyway, so in conclusion, we failed. <laughs> Because of Dan and I, E3 is now dead. But hey, E3 did that themselves. Uh, we're going to do some quick viewer questions. Hmm. Uh, I'll kick it off here from... Oh, we'll go with Natty first. Uh, Patreon supporter Natty, uh, who supports us over at Hack the Dino. Patreon, patreon.com backslash Hack the Dino. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can ask us questions. You can ask us questions anyway. But you can also get Sell Me a Comic, in which Dan tries to sell me a comic, as well as uh, early access to Dino More, which is our other non-gaming podcast where we just talk about everything and yeah, everything. Extra hour podcast of our beautiful faces, including Braden's face. What yeah. Uh, so, Natty asks, who's going to kick more butt in Avengers Endgame, Hawkeye or Ant-Man? As in, are they trying to fight each other, or? Uh, I just think generally who's going to have a tally with all the butts they've kicked. Is, are those two characters still alive? I can't remember yeah, who died. No, no they're, they're, they're up and... I reckon, uh, from an early prediction, I yep. think Hawkeye will shoot some arrows. Yep, yep. Um, they'll hit their targets. <laughs> and, um, one or two of them may explode. Uh, maybe some, maybe there should be some electric ones as well. Ant Man's probably going to shrink and then get bigger. <laughs> uh, actually, um, <laughs> it can't be him. Hawkeye is actually Ronin in this uh, movie, so he won't be uh, shooting any arrows. What is he? He's Ronin. He got an undercut. No, he got a mohawk. <laughs> well, what's going on? He's Mohawk Eye. Has he changed character? Yeah, he's Ronin. Who's Ronin? Well, if you read the comics, comic book shop owner, uh, Ronan was the Hawkeye persona that he took on when the world thought he was dead. So he didn't fire any arrows, but he had really good aim, like Bullseye. So in the movie, 
he's Ronan because he's still under uh, the government contract from Civil War that he wouldn't go around heroing. That yeah, was his right. thing. So, so, yeah. He's still just Hawkeye. He's Hawkeye, but with a mask and no bow and arrow. Get that one. And a mohawk. And a mohawk. Big, bad mohawk. But in the comics, he had a mask. Yeah, well, he does in the movie as well, but he takes it off about 30 seconds after you see him. Because everyone, everyone likes his face. Yeah. Well, he's a very pretty man. Jeremy yeah. Renner. You don't want to hide a face like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think that Ant-Man will win, purely because Ant-Man has powers and Hawkeye doesn't. 100% agree on that one as well. And he can, you know, he can throw, uh, what was it in the last week? He can throw a thing of salt at you and then it gets big and it's interesting. Yeah. Where, where Hawkeye just shoots arrows. Yeah. And I've watched Arrow. I haven't. Shows rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I, I've watched a bit of it. Do you notice in Arrow when um no when whenever it. they fight, he's fighting everyone. It's just another person that's really good at arrows. Why? <laughs> why is he called Green Arrow? Because he wears green. Is that it? It's not because he's like new. Yeah, because green around the ears, Arrow. Yeah, I don't know why. Stupid DC, stupid. Go away, DC. No, The Flash is the best show in the world. No, it's not. I love it. No, y'all see that Shazam trailer? Nah. No. <laughs> well, we both Sarah did. McLeod asks <laughs> Sega versus Nintendo Which were you and why? Go uh, I was Nintendo surprisingly But why? Why? Uh, because the very first game that I played Was Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo Entertainment System And I was legitimately blown away Yeah I actually remember that, that happening to me as well Like the first time you sit down with the controller And you just What? Like I could feel my brain just yeah, and, you, and you just, you just realise that there was so much of a world ahead of you that yeah. you're going to do. Like, I don't know if kids get that. They might get it these days with these games. Like, they get excited about what's going to happen in the game. But in that, it was like, it was unknown because you never really... Like, before that, you'd had your, 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 your Calicos and all stuff yeah. like that. And they had, like, one screen. Yep. And this had levels that change. Well, see, I was younger than that, so I never had a ColecoVision or an Atari or anything. The very first video game I saw was Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo Entertainment yep. System. And I was even more blown away when my friend at the time said, oh, there's other games as well. What? what? And yeah, I, I was legitimately mind None of the other ones were really as good as that, though, because you had like... Duck Hunt. Yeah, but they were all this one level thing. You know what I mean? They, like, Duck no, Hunt they didn't change. You had Castlevania. Life. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so my... As well as numerous other games. My one, I was... Um, Lord. I was a bit of everything, but I think I more leaned towards, especially in the Mega Drive days, I leaned towards more Mega Drive because I was always about... Losing. No, I was always about violence. <laughs> and nothing would make you more violent than playing one of those awful consoles. So um, I wanted blood in my games. I wanted like rad like electronica and stuff like that. Um, so like this. <laughs> yeah, dude, the street, Streets of Rage is wicked. Yeah, anyhow. That's your games. Um, notice that I didn't pay your games out. Yeah, it's because you can't. Well, I could have. Man child. Casey Statton says, <laughs> what's the one thing on your bucket list you really want to do? Ooh, what do you want to do? Uh, honestly, I really want to be in a musical. Wow. Hey, can you sing? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to be in a band when I was a kid, but after being in three bands, I realized I cannot do it. Can you play a musical instrument? No. Nah. <laughs> I thought I could be the I singer, think, and I can't do that either. I think we found <laughs> that's the one want... thing that's holding us back. No, a bucket list thing. I really want to go to China. I haven't been to China yet, and I want to go to all those places where all my martial arts films, you know, where, you know, where Ip Man and all that kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where they are. I'd have to research it. But you know that uh rural China kind of like beautiful green lush um place. That was mine. One of mine. Have you been to China? No, but Japan. Ah, oh, but you've done that. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of times. Trained there. Saw all these Yeah, the training places. ones are good. I like that. You went to Japan to train you done it a couple arts. of times. Yep. Got a broken rib. Kept on fighting. Great times. <laughs> Yeah. Couldn't breathe. Couldn't climb Mount Fuji the next day. Could not hold any air. That was Com fun. compound fracture. Just kept going. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, in the movies, when you see someone get kicked and they like go flying backwards with their arms yeah, and legs yeah. out, it that? was legitimately that. <laughs> Boof. And then I get up. Ben, are you okay? And it's like, yep. Oh, it hurts so bad, but you just keep on training. 
I've all, I haven't done skydiving either. I reckon I'm just still too scared, but the idea of it seems great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I will be in a musical. If we ever become so big that we can put on a, a legitimate live show in a theatre, we're going to do like a, a live singing yeah, type thing. Yeah, I'm never doing that. Are yeah, you? you are. Yeah, you are. I've already got the songs picked out. It's great. I'm going to do it. Braden, you can sing, can't you? Uh, Braden's in 10 musicals. I ha- I've been in school musicals. Yeah, so it's one up on me. Yeah. I've been in school plays. Fair. Never yeah. done any of those things. Mm. I want to own a comic shop. <laughs> uh, One day, Dan. I want to be. Uh, I want to be a published author. <laughs> Joseph Santora asks, "What does Nintendo need to do to maintain momentum of the Switch?" Now, I thought this was a good one for you, Dan, because you're constantly crapping on the Switch. Um, in your opinion, <laughs> literally, what? <laughs> it's a bit. Far, I don't know why me. it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What What does it need to do to make you pick it back up and go? Okay, um, the games. Yep. Um, basically, I'm like I'm. I mean, I always rag on the Nintendo app. I still like it. Um, I just need like Breath of the Wild, like that game was an amazing game. I'm actually finding like and I'm buying all these games in because my Switch. I only buy Nintendo IP. Because yep. like usually if it's a game, I can get a better version of it on something else, which yep. is 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 the truth. Yep. Um. So I always buy the Nintendo IPs, and I'm looking for another Breath of the Wild. Like something that holds me in. So I've got like the Donkey Kongs, the Marios. I finished the Marios. I finished all that and stuff like that. But I never got that feeling of loving that uh, that game. To be fair, uh, Breath of the Wild is a genre-defining game. So yeah, but the chances like, of something else coming like that again for all... But like with Metro, I got that. With Metro, I, I've got that with other games. So it just needs more of those A-grade, like triple-A games, like like that Zelda one was. Well, I find like the, the Mario's that they bring out and the Donkey Kong's are still not their best effort. Like they could, why, why not do a Mario game that's as good as Zelda? Like, well, I think they tried to, but I, I don't think they're, like this Mario Odyssey was very much a sequel to Mario 64, which is one of their most successful games of all time. Yeah, but it, it just, it just wasn't hard enough. It was pretty easy. Um, and you it do just, realize it's a Nintendo, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, they still have to be hard. Give it a setting. What do you mean? N- NESs are the hardest consoles in the world. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Silver Surfer game. A- apart, apart from um, PC engines. Those things are brutal. Oh, but They lovely. don't even have like... PC a- engine. Oh, love you. Yeah, I love them as well. Um, we agree on a console. Yeah. That's one of my favourites. I can see one from here. Yeah. No, it's uh, one of the best consoles ever. I was talking to a friend of the show, Pixel. Before talking about PC engines and how you used to, you, the game cartridges are actually cards that people used to swap at school and everything. And like you never those cards, cards. Grab that one there. I was about to. Like we can show them. So PC engine for the people they never came out here. They're like the um. What are they like? Uh, to, I'm um, the game out. So that, that's is, the actual is, console. This is the whole console. And this is back in the day. Uh, this is the bridge between NES and. It Super came NES. out between yeah yeah. So um, six. So Super Nintendo was thirty-two bit. Uh, the NES was 16-bit. This is... Uh, sorry, the NES was 8-bit. This is 16. So these are the games. Um, For those of you listening to the podcast, uh, yeah, so it's these a... These are just like, like credit card size. Yep. They're like... It's, it's just solid plastic. It's just got this little strip here. And that's the whole game. And this has, has more on... Like, it's as much on it as like... It, yeah, any of the games at the time. So the, this thing is solid. There's no working parts to it. It's like a solid state, solidy solido. And like... <laughs> This will be around at the end of like time, eh? This yep. thing's like never yep. gonna like. Uh, it's just a block hard plastic as well, like. And I'm just like, and so that's the games. So and that was the card reader that you played a majority of the games on, but it also came in a duo, which had a another piece to the side, which is what I've got at home. Yeah, which had a CD-ROM, and you could play CD-ROM games uh, as well as ones with uh, cartridges. So you had the best of both worlds. You had that whole PlayStation type CD games that had uh, motion capture cool. and whatnot, as well as uh, the the cartridge based games. And the Street Fighter Two version on the PC Engine is quite possibly the best port of the arcade. It's absolutely cool. awesome. So PC Engine, look it up. Yeah, yeah so it's a great console. And those games are on like R Type, oh, um, Adventure Island, is it? Like, yeah. Wonder Boy. There's a cool Bonk. game. You know, 1941. That yeah. game with the vertical screen, you're a, a plane and you, you just go backwards, uh, left and right shooting. They've got one of them, but you're a freaking dragon. 
and you're a dragon firing fire and all these things flying towards you and you upgrade and get multiple They've got like super heads. ghouls and ghosts on it and stuff like that. Like, They've got a game where you're a bunny and you go to the greyhound races and you bet on greyhounds. And it's all in Japanese and I don't know what I have to do. Anyway, we've got no footage for this because this is ad-lib, so let's continue on. <laughs> okay, lastly, Nina Slatter asks, Are video game art? Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, video game art. Thanks, Nina. Um, yes, it's an art form. Yeah, it's definitely an art form. Like, um, it's like anything else that you create where people work really, really hard on a creative thing. It's art. And like, tying back into one of the previous questions um, on the bucket list, something else on my bucket list, which I really hope I have the money to do one day, is get like an actual warehouse where I can put all my Nintendo systems and my friends can put their video game systems and they can be there and people can come and look and read about it and, and look at the history of these games and the consoles and they can actually play them. Uh, because a lot of yeah, these Because they're all hooked up. Yeah, they'll all be hooked up. They'll all be working um, and it'll be a permanent fixture. Is it going to be like Warhol Studio but like Ben's <laughs> kind arcade? Of. Yeah, something like that. I actually remember my bucket list now that you said that I had some time to think about it because um. One thing I've always wanted to do in my life is create something like a book or a character and that, and it's popular enough to get action figures made of it. Oh, yeah. An action figure of something you've created. Like, and I've always wanted that. Like, do you know what the monkey paw would that would be? If you had a monkey paw and you made the wish? Oh, I just want some figures made of my, uh, my book. What would happen? You'd get figures, but they'd be pop toys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's time for Dan versus the world. Cat hair in my mouth. <laughs> Hello. Oh, Brayden's here. Hey, Brayden. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Okay, so Dan versus the world is a game that we play in which I have three songs from video game history appeared anywhere in any video game in all of our history. Have you put your light on, Brayden? I yeah, will play the Excellent. first five seconds of the first song, and then Dan and Brayden take it in turns to try and guess what that song is from. What game? Full title. Uh, after the five guesses, they have the opportunity to uh, guess. Five questions, yep. they have the opportunity to guess. I know what I'm saying. Shut up. All right, let's go. Nailed first it. song. <laughs> Here we go. Dan, question number one. Uh, is it, uh, thing I haven't thought of my question, is what uh, genre of game is this? Uh, it's a side-scrolling platform. Hmm. Raiden, question number one. Uh, who's the developer? Uh, it was Konami. Cool. Dan. Konami. Hmm. Um, what, uh... Kojima. Kojima. That's Kojima. Yeah, I know. That's who I'm um, representing. Oh, man, I've got a cat hair in my mouth. It's really annoying me. And I can't <laughs> get it out. Question <laughs> number two. Um, what... Is so we've had uh, what uh, do we have a what, console? Is that what? No, you have a nice console. What is it originally on? Uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System. NES. Braden, question number two. NES. Right in your wheelhouse. Um, if you were yeah. born twenty years early. <laughs> if I was a little bit older, a little bit taller. Um, God, what's the main like enemy type? As in, like, like, like the general bad guy. General bad guy. Uh, like. Bats, spiders, spooky things. <laughs> uh, okay. Dan. Bats and spiders and spooky things? Yep. What are you? You're a man. A mighty good man? Uh, sure. I'm Braden. gonna guess. Okay. If you get this wrong, Dan gets the point. I know, but like, I want to guess. All right. It's a Castlevania? It's Castlevania! Yeah. Man. Wow. Purely because we had it in the show and I didn't want to ask if we had it in the show. I was just going to assume... So that brings Dan, you're on 12. The world is on 14. Oh dear. So it's rubbish. Representing the world, by the way. All right, here we go. Song number two. Dan, question number one. What genre? Genre. <laughs> what? Genre? Uh, it's a RPG. Brayden, have we mentioned it in the show? Oh, don't think so, no. Okay. Dan, Ooh. question number two. What is you? <laughs> what is you? <laughs> what is art? What, no. <laughs> what are? Our game art. Um, what are is you? you? Uh, you're, you're, you're a boy. You're a teenage boy. You're a teenage boy. 
Braden, question number two. Uh, Are you wearing have... eyeliner? No. Does it look like he's wearing eyeliner? Put glasses on. I have very long eyelashes, so like, I just constantly looks like I'm wearing yeah, eyeliner. And that beanie looks like one of those makeup rings to hold your hair back when you're doing your yeah. makeup. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, anyway, just a little to the little people on the um, audio on the podcast, Braden's wearing eyeliner. Picture it, love it. <laughs> Braden, question number two. Uh, who, de- who who developed it? Uh, oh, 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 uh, a- Atlas. Oh, Dan. Can't hear it again. You can. More of it. More of it. Yeah, but Braden will also hear it. Yeah, it didn't help me at all. It's going to keep it. It's actually very nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's really pretty. Keep that on at the end of the show. Braden, number three. Uh, It's part of a series. What what, what have we got so far? I'm not concentrating. (laughs) What are our answers? Atlas RPG RPG Teenage Boy Teenage Boy Atlas is a development company uh, oh, Game yeah. developer uh, So what was your question, Braden? Um, yep Good Series Series, yes, it is Dan, question number um, four What is the uh, What was it? Or, can you know what it was originally on? Yeah, it was originally on PlayStation 3 Ooh. Mm, I which, one, which one's 3? PlayStation 3 is the one that came before 4. It was the third one. All right. Um, right. Hmm. Did he just say it's the third one? <laughs> and I said it's the one that came before 4. Um, God. Okay. What number in the series is it? <laughs> <laughs> you sneaky bastard. Uh, five. Dan, question number five. Let's go through the hints. It's an RPG <laughs> made by Atlas. A teenage think, boy. I think it was on PS4, not PS3. No, I'm pretty sure it came PS3 first. Is it Persona 5? It's Persona 5! <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's PS4. Yeah, that really? Is. Yeah, that yeah is. I think so. I that's what threw PS- me because you borrowed off me the other day and I don't have any of my <laughs> PS3 games out. I'm going to Google it. Google it, because I'm pretty sure it came to PS3 first. Not five, four did. Oh, maybe I'm getting mixed up with four. No, was four no, was on was the Vita. Four even, yeah, four was on the Vita. Was it even on the PS3? I don't know. Who cares? Dan's on 13, the world's on 14. <laughs> Apparently it is on PS3. Yes, thank you. Wikipedia says it at least. Yeah, well, Whoa. when's Wikipedia ever been wrong? Never. It Correct. It probably hasn't. <laughs> okay. I, want the, I want my webcam. We're just seeing white. I know. I want to focus on it. Don't worry. I'm right. Okay, here we go. Song number three. I I feel very good. I feel very vindicated. I was being ganged up on there, and I was right. Good work. Yay me. Point for me, everyone. Here we go. Take go. I want to hear the next song. Oh, I want to hear more. Dan, question number one. What is... <laughs> I'm trying to think of a the question game. we haven't asked. What is the main weapon that you use? Your big old fists. Fisto. What number is it in a series? Uh, oh, um, okay, number one. It's <laughs> a hard one to remember. No, there's a caveat here. Uh, I think I know the caveat, so it's all right. What does the caveat mean? <laughs> It means a like a cliff note. There, there's there's like a, a more to the answer. So it's a lie. <laughs> no, it's just um, needs well, to be it's, it's not what, the whole truth. What is the um? Well, who's it made by? Uh, Nintendo. Oh. Braden, question number two. Uh, what console? Game Boy Advance. Ooh, that's a bit different. Dan. Question number three. I know what this game is, but I don't know what it's called. I'm trying to remember. I'm just like stalling for time (laughs) just to see if I can remember its whole name. Well, it's a good thing we're not running horrendously over time at the moment. Are we? Solid four minutes. Um, I'm just going to try and guess it because I actually can't remember the name. All right. (laughs) Is it Donkey Kong Country? Yes. Game Boy Advance? Yep. Yes. Correct. (laughs) I would have accepted Game... Oh, yeah, because we already... Uh, clarified it was for the Game Boy Advance, I would have accepted Donkey Kong Country. I was just going to say Donkey Kong, and then uh, 
And then I was like, oh, it's called Country. Incidentally, there was two versions of this game. Like for the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy. They were both called different things. Oh, weird. Yeah, how about that? Anyway, we've been hacked the Dino at a fortnightly nonsense variety show. You Wait, can... What's the score? Oh, uh, 14 all. Holy crap. 14 I all. I caught up after a terrible streak of luck. Well, you luck. swept it last week. That was really impressive. After uh, a sweep before me. No one likes a poor winner. Braden? Ouch. No one likes Braden. That's the saying, isn't it? This is episode, in episode 66 <laughs> of Hack the Dino. I'm Ben, that's Dan. You can catch us on YouTube where we put up videos other than this. You should go and check them out. And you should give us a subscribe as well. Leave a comment. We love comments. Interact with us. We, we crave it. We have egos. Feed our egos. Make the egos big and strong so they can knock down houses with their big old fists. Like Donkey Kong. We're also on Twitch. Or Wreck-It Ralph. We'll be back at Twitch soon. And on SoundCloud, Spotify, or your iPod, uh, iPod apps. I love my iPod Crack out your iPod. Get those headphones, maybe a Discman. Listen to our <laughs> sweet tunes. We, we, we also bring the show out on tape for all you Walkman likers out there. And if you've got a pile of sticks, you can listen to it on Smokescreen. Oh, I love Smokescreen. Smoke signals. I messed up that joke. Ah, no one like me. I thought Smokescreen. Uh, you're being really clever. That it was an app that uses smoke signals, like Smokescreen. It's not a bad idea. Ooh. Someone like that. Tearfuls online. We'll be back uh, in the next fortnight. With more exciting times. Uh, and just before we go, we have got another live show coming up very, very soon. Live episode. as in live, as in we have a studio audience. Not live yep. as in like, like... So we do it every year. It was episode 50 was our last live show recorded in the comic book store with a live audience. Uh, we're going to do it again for episode 75. And then, guess what? Episode 100. We're going to do a big old shindig. But that's Are we? probably yeah. Is that our musical? That's no. probably a, oh no no no, no calm down we're gonna hire the we're gonna hire the Sydney Opera House Her Majesty's we could hire the Mercury and then have us at, down doing the show everyone in the audience and then filming it up onto the big screen behind us oh man. Hack the Dino, hackthedino.com or youtube.com backslash hackthedino. Drop a like, a subscribe, tell your friends. We'll love you for a very Check long time. Check us out time. on Patreon so we can do that crazy live show. Yeah. Patreon. Yeah, support us on Patreon. We're way over time. Bye-bye. Oh, I, I love, love you. you. Bye. Both of the same thing. I'm out of it.